When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this is Tango, and we're here with Peaceful Moment Podcast. All right, y'all. Blessings and peace, everyone. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for joining me on A Peaceful Moment. I am Jordan Brown, and I'm here with my good friend, Natasha. Connect directly on Twitter at Peaceful underscore podcast. And the same thing on Instagram. You can find me at Peaceful underscore podcast. You can find me, yours truly, Jordan Brown. You can find me on Instagram at Nkosi. I-N-K-O-S-I-I underscore Xavier. Xavier has two eyes, by the way. Make sure you put two eyes or you're not going to find me. Today on A Peaceful Moment, like I said, I have my good friend Natasha. And this episode was so refreshing. It was so calming. It was so, it was, it was just hilarious. It was just great. All around amazing. It was like we had a great intellectual conversation, but at the same time, it was like a little mini family reunion. I haven't seen my good friend in a long time, since high school, actually. So I think that's about, like, four years, five years, five years, five years ago. Five years ago, I saw my dog. We're talking about comfortability and reshaping our environment to satisfy our needs. But before we get into the podcast, let me get you in the know with the news you need to know. So sit back, relax, and be peaceful. And now, for last month's headlines. Go ahead, Tosh. Okay, so this is local. So this is what I literally heard about because one of my patients, I work at a physical therapy office, and Mm -hmm. one of the patients came in because I was speaking with her, and she just knew of the area that I lived in. So pretty much she was just saying that there's a local guy that where there was five FBI agents that got injured the other day, and literally two of them got shot and killed Mm -hmm. by a guy that's in their house where he was a pedophile. So pretty much a pedophile got caught with things on his computer for like years and years of things up on his computer for like pedophilia for kids and things like that and i forgot or i'm not unaware of how they figured it out but pretty much the fbi the swat team all of them people them they were there and they found this guy and he pretty much came out guns blazing like guns blazing shut up the whole people them like he shot like five officers and he killed two of them and pretty much he ended up killing himself after and my thoughts on that is just kind of crazy that or like serial killers like they'll kill so much people and then they kill themselves right after. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I never really understand, stood that. But like now I'm just like, 
what else do they have left for them? They literally are going to have either life in prison or the death penalty. So it's mm-hmm. just like they're kind of just saving themselves from their own misery of going through all of that when they can they just kill themselves. And mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know how I feel about that because it's just a hard topic to deal with when people take their own lives, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it's just the fact that he himself it's not until he got caught that he felt as if I have nothing left, you know, and it's just like, dang, like you didn't get your day in court. Like you didn't get your day in court. You didn't. Now two people are dead besides them being FBI agents. It's just like now two people are dead. Like, and now you killed yourself as well. So it's just like, I kind of think it's just hard listening to stories like that because like, First of all, it's pedophilia. Like, that's uncomfortable. And it's local. So it's like, you don't know who's around you. Mm-hmm. You don't know anybody that's around you. And it's just like, it's just nasty. Mm-hmm. And two, it's just like a, a, a like a messed up situation, a situation where now they came there to get this guy and they he killed five people. And it's just a weird story, too, because, like, it's not until you got caught. It's not until you got caught, but, like, that's just my take on it. It was just a weird story. Just a guy, he got caught as a pedophilia, and he shot back, and he killed people, and then he killed himself. That's crazy. I don't know if you heard it about it. But I did. Yeah. I heard the gunshots. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because um, at first, I didn't think there were gunshots. I mm-hmm. thought it was a car. Because, you know, people love the loud-ass cars. Yeah. You know, they have the fart cans on their cars. Like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. So I thought, it was, I thought yeah. it was people just driving. But then my mom said um, at 6 a.m., somebody came to our door banging on our door. And they were going all around our, uh, my complex. My complex is a circle. Mm-hmm. And they were going around the complex, banging on everybody's door, waking everybody up because they heard gunshots. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. I, I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? This is the car. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I hear those, those, um, that loud sound every night because Buddy across the street has a loud-ass car okay. that makes that sound. So I had no clue. But then when I saw the, uh, the police lined up from Knob Hill to mm-hmm. hiatus, yes. I was like, damn. Yes, they were out there. They were out there. They out were there. out there. And I seen all the news reporters. It's just like crazy to see like all the news reporters lined up with their cameras mm-hmm. and just lights everywhere. And it's just like, wow. Like, And I came in like the afternoon like towards that area. And I still seen it loaded with people. Yeah. So it's just like I can only imagine 6 o'clock in the morning, sirens going off. My other homegirl, she literally lives right down the street from there. And she heard it in the morning because she was just up in the morning and she heard it and she's just like, what's going on? She heard like the like the fire alarms are going on for like an hour, mm-hmm. just blazing, like blazing loud sirens. And it was just up since then. And the crazy part about it, all thing, like we don't live in a bad area. We live in Sunrise, which yeah. is actually like the, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. the suburbs. Right, right. I'm a suburban. I'm but a lot like, of but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> I'm a suburban. I live in, um, you know, yeah. I live in the, This you know, is the little, the the trinket side. It's not Tamarack, though, so. Yeah, hey. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> but we don't, I don't live in a bad area. And the fact that something that happened over here is kind of unsettling. Yes. Because, like, this is an amazing, like, place to live. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice. It's clean. Mm-hmm. There's no violence. The, the crime rate is really low over here. Mm-hmm. Of course, people be breaking in houses, but yeah, who they're they? Stealing. Of course, mm-hmm. but they they steal because they have to. Yeah, some of them. Mm-hmm. Nah, flat screen TV though. Do they have to? <laughs> 
anyway. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what they go through, mm-hmm. but the fact that there was a pedophile who killed two FBI agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many? Two. How many? Two, and he shot five. He's he's yeah. And it was a shotgun, so oh. that that bit is piercing bodies like through oh, and through. Oh, I didn't know it was a shotgun. Yeah, it was shotgun. Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy. What I heard. I wish I had a, like a more happier story to tell. Right. But I want to hear it. It's it's the world. So we're gonna talk about monkey slavery and space slavery. You ready to talk? Yes, I like monkeys, so I'm gonna be yeah. kind of like. Sad. So let's go into space slavery first, because okay. monkey slavery is a little bit more sadder than okay. space slavery. So Elon Musk. The CEO and founder of uh, SpaceX, you know, the space yes. company, mm-hmm. and Tesla, mm-hmm. the law, electric cars. He had an interview. The interviewer asked him, how are we going to colonize Mars? How are we going to get, how are we going to incentivize people to get to Mars? How are people going to pay to get to Mars? And he said, oh, so all we have to do is terraform Mars. Yeah, like, you know, that's easy. Let's reshape the foundation of Mars to better suit our needs. Cool. Not a problem. And so he said, well, how are people going to get tickets to go to Mars? You know what Elon Musk said? Homie said, clean as day, clean as day. Well, we're going to offer loans, 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 yeah, loans. We're going to offer loans to people to get to Mars and then they'll just work off their loans. Now, what does that sound like? <laughs> A joke. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some 1865 shit, don't it? What are you talking about? You're going to give me a loan and I have to pay you back because I want to go to Mars for you? Exactly. Mm. So now think about this. What that's called is indentured servitude, which yep. basically means you're a slave. Pretty much. Because you're, pay, you're working to pay off a debt that's it can't be repaid. So the people, um, the biggest thing is like in... Um, like back in the day, I think it was like in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. Haiti was big with indentured servitude. People would like high, would pay for people to come from Haiti to America to like clean their houses and stuff like that, or just to work to pay off their debt. And if they couldn't pay off their debt, they would take their kids and send them back to Haiti, and the kids would work off the debt of the parent. Okay. So it would take years and years and years for them to pay off the debt. And this is like small debts of like, Ten, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Now you're going to fucking Mars. Yeah. Imagine how much that's about to be. So what is it about Mars, though? Is it because of the oxygen that they found on there? Like it's similar to the life force that's on Earth. I don't fucking know. Yeah, because I know <laughs> there's just <laughs> there's just something about Mars that they're thinking like if they want to reform it, it's just like, what is so cool about Mars that they we need to go there so bad? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it could be cool, but you're not gonna send me up there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to do some research, some mm-hmm. more research, and see exactly what's going on Mars. That like they are, they're so horny about Mars. Yeah, they're <laughs> they are horny as hell about Mars, <laughs> like, and that's really weird to me. Yes, they're horny about freaking Mars. Like, what is that? What what is it? What's there that they need us to be there that much that they're gonna give us a loan for it? Like, and I have to repay y'all with my life. With my, you think I'm about to listen? First of all, you Can think I I'm about breathe? to you Can think I'm about to pick cotton on Mars? Bitch, I ain't picking cotton here. here. Okay, 1865, my, my ancestors, what was it, June 19th, 1865, mm-hmm. is when my ancestors said, fuck this shit, I ain't yep. picking shit else. Yep. From then on, anything that got to do with this brown skin, I ain't mm-hmm. picking shit. Exactly. So, bitch, you think I'm about to do that shit because I'm on Mars? What's, what's no. the difference? I ain't do that shit at home. <laughs> so, first of all, Elon Musk, indigenous servitude isn't cool, bro. Ew. You're weird as fuck for that. Mm-hmm. Really don't appreciate you trying to bring back slavery. Right. Because what, really what it is... It's low-key colonialism. 
yeah. low key, but it's like he didn't say slavery. He didn't say indentured servitude. But he said loan. Loan. I'm gonna loan you this money to get you to Mars. Which basically means like you get a free trip to slavery. That's what it sounds like. They got a free trip. Free trip to slavery. To pay it back. Like, do you need that trip that bad? Like that's the question that people really need to be thinking about. Like if they're really about to go there. Do you really need to go to Mars right now? Like mm-hmm. what's on Mars for you? Creating Shit. a life? Like you know, they're pretty much just the the samples. Like Technically, that's all they're going to the be. The guinea pigs, yeah. Yes, the guinea pigs. Like, Can we at least get this fucking world together? Br- this damn planet? Just just that in itself is something we need to be prioritizing, is fixing Earth. Fix this we shit. We about to go under. And we got six years to get about this shit together. Getting, it's six years now? Yeah. It used to be ten years. It, that's what I heard. But that was, that was a while ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was ten years, four years ago. Wow. Six years now, yeah. Damn. We're just going under. Yeah. Six years from now? We're going three? under. The world is okay. The world is fine. With or without us, the world is good. True. We're going under. Okay. And I think I, I understood that as well. It's the human life that's mm-hmm. not going to be here. The planet will still be here mm-hmm. in another form or whatever it is. But there's been plenty of mass extinctions. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no problem. The earth is like, fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just another pimple off my face. Trying to boot us out. Like, they're trying yeah. to boot us out. They turn off the AC. <laughs> trying to roast her. <laughs> but yes. Elon Musk, bro, get your life together. Okay. I don't know what the fuck you thought this was, but we ain't going mm. back to um not new age slavery. Right. They're always trying to make a, a new type of slavery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Victoria's Secret just stopped that fucking um they would have like prisoners making their clothes. Yep. They just stopped doing that shit. Whoa. Yeah. That's why everybody stopped hating started hating Victoria's Secrets. Like not started, but like there was like a tip a couple years ago people were just like fed up with Victoria's Secret. Like mm-hmm. and I'm just like yeah but they also did the um you know how every year they do the angel show mm-hmm. they did the angel show and that was like uh they was like the, um the body dysmorphia whole thing oh, okay it was, it was a fucking lot of okay, shit okay yeah psychological tip yeah mm-hmm. then we got monkey slavery poor monkeys they're animals like leave them alone mm-hmm. just let them be okay in thailand because i was dog shit tired last night i was supposed to do this last night it's okay. But I didn't do it. I'm so sorry. Oh, but I'm going to give y'all a little rundown. In okay. Thailand, there's a company, a company that we all know. I'll put the, uh, I'll push that in there. But in Thailand, they've been stealing monkeys because where the fuck else? You, there's no fucking monkey store you can go to. <laughs> they've been going in the wild, stealing monkeys, stealing babies from their mothers. Or like they'll get a mother and a baby and they'll chain them to a fence, leave them there, and then teach them how to pick coconuts. Yes. So the monkey will run up the tree and like slap the coconut and turn it in circles mm-hmm. until like they, till they fall to the ground. Yeah. Because people don't want to fucking pick a coconut. Okay. But you know, we're from Florida. We know how to get a fucking coconut out of a tree. Yeah. And I'm Jamaican. So I know how to get a coconut out of a tree. Right. So to save money and time, they, they train the monkeys to do it. That wouldn't be a problem if they wasn't in like the uh, the bad conditions that they're in. They okay. barely feed the monkeys. They keep the monkeys on chains all day. Um, there's one video of the monkey literally standing on a post, like a wooden post, with a leash around his neck, walking back and forth. And the monkey has been doing that for so long. There's like a a clear dirt patch, patch. in the grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the monkey has been like pacing mm-hmm. back and forth, mm-hmm. trying to like yep. keep itself going. There's another video of like a a mother. With the baby like gripping onto her stomach, and she's like learning to to take the coconuts down. Okay. And it's just crazy that like 
we just keep finding new ways to fuck up the world. For coconuts? For coconuts. For coconuts. And the crazy thing is, the co- the company... So, the company that makes the coconut milk isn't the one doing the slavery. Okay. The farm is doing the slavery. They just buy the coconuts from the farm. But, whatever you put your money into is what you condone. Yep. So, the company that made the coconut milk didn't teach those monkeys how to pick coconuts, didn't put the monkeys in cages... But you kept giving them money and you kept profiting off of their their backs. So it's your fault. Mm-hmm. So Target, Ikea, I think Walmart took all their shit off that shelf. I have to find the name of the company. I can't Whoa. remember right now. And it's coconut milk that they were trying to make? I mm-hmm. love coconuts. So it's just like, dang, like, <laughs> I like coconuts. But it's just not, I'm not going to go to the extent to get a chain of animal to a fence to get my coconuts for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's kind of just ridiculous. So that's just ridiculous. Like. I'm going to say one more time. That's ridiculous. Like, you know, but, and it's for a product for coconut milk. And it's just like, we need to do that. Do do we have to do that? Like, why can't Mm -hmm. we think of an electronic machine because we love technology so much? Yeah. There's like, um, there are, um, almond shakers. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, when almonds grow from the tree, they have this, this big ass machine that goes up to the almond tree and shakes it mm-hmm. and all the almonds fall down. I didn't know that almonds came from trees. I did not know that. There's an almond tree behind it. Well, I did not know that. I'll show you an almond tree. There's what? one over here. Wow. There's one in this part. Oh. Um, but hell yeah. And it's just crazy to me that we keep finding new ways for slavery. But- like when the whole thing, um, the Congo, the Congo was bleeding. Yeah. Because they were trying to get um, silicon and uh, selenium from the ground in, um, in the Congo to make iPhones and other electronics and shit they were like child slavery yep to make iPhones mm-hmm. like come on bro what the fuck and there's no way that Tim Cook bitch ass doesn't know that there's fucking children out there in the fucking field yes. getting the fucking exactly you know this is happening but you keep condoning it because you mm-hmm. love your money and then they upsell it like they upsell it and they for right. the price that and the labor that they're going through over there they're not getting paid anything compared to what they're selling for these phones for for us and it's exactly. just like how privileged are we? Like, you know, sometimes it just grounds me a lot, like, realizing how, like, lucky we are as Americans because people are really struggling on the other side of the world mm-hmm. just to provide us for a luxury benefits. for entertainment. Like Exactly. You know? And I'm, a lot of times people say, like, oh, I'm so blessed, I'm so blessed, but you're not really blessed. You're just American. Yeah, you're just... <laughs> you're profiting that. off of somebody else's that. back. Mm-hmm. It's not a blessing. Mm-hmm. You're just on the other side of the spectrum. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the American story. I'm going to break your back, so I'll have to break mine. And with that, let's get into the podcast. Right. That was... Right. <laughs> eat your sandwich. You can eat your sandwich during the podcast. I don't even want to eat it anymore. Like, I don't you want to. You might as well, because with the... Um, I tomorrow in Sade, I was definitely eating my popcorn. Bro, I heard that. You heard it? That bitch was smacking, ain't it? You're like, you're like excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. And that I was just like, was bro, it was so good. That shit was so good. Yeah. Little, bro, yes. Huge. So it's still, it's like, sometimes, cause like, because it's vibrating, like, mm-hmm. it has to just be on something constant. So, like, that kind of, like, elevates it so mm-hmm. that the vibrations can actually, like, roam. And, mm-hmm. like, or if yeah. not, the, uh, the table would take all the energy. Exactly. And then it would just absorb on the table. Like, you know, it'll, oh. it'll go into the table and we'll feel it on the table, but it won't be singing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It won't That's be singing. Good, though. Yes. You should do that to make this table like, <laughs> purify the energy of the table. Uh-huh. So anybody that comes to sit here, Ooh. they can be. 
Do you think people actually feel things like that? Like, you know, when you go to random places, you think like you feel like a like an energy that is there. Do you think people do similar things like this or put intentions on a table or put intentions in a space? Like, I don't know. I think so. I, I think know. it happens, but subconsciously. Mm-hmm. I feel like we pick up on a lot of things. Because you ever walk in a room, you like, mm. like the vibe is already off when you walk in. Yeah. I feel like the same thing. I hate those moments. Sorry. Like, I, I struggle with those moments because mm. it's just like, I came here to have fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, one of those nights that you're really trying to have a good time. And the, when you walk into the room, the energy's off. And there's nothing you can do about it because you just got there, you know? Like, it's not based off of your energy that mm-hmm. was already in there. Like, you know? I'm the type of person, I try to like, I try to change that, you know? I try to like digest that mm-hmm. and bring it out into something more like, mm-hmm. you know? I try to change the energy in the room when I walk in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it like unknowingly. I just walk in a room and like the atmosphere already starts changing when I walk in. Yep. And sometimes I have to really have to like put on my fucking happy face and be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have to like, hey everybody. Yeah. But why do you have to do that? You know, like, I kind of think of it like that. Like, mm-hmm. why why do you, the person that just walked in the room, have to make shifts and change things? Because I noticed. Okay. Because I was the, I, if okay. I was the only one that noticed, it's my responsibility. Okay. Like, ethical. if you walking around, you see a piece of garbage on the ground, pick it up. Ethical, yeah. Pick it up. Okay. You saw it, pick that shit up. Mm-hmm. And you felt the difference in the energy in this room. But change it because mm-hmm. obviously they don't give a shit enough to change it exactly or they don't know how to change it but you noticed it it's your responsibility it could be they don't know how to change it you mm-hmm. know and it's just like that is just something we have to take as people that are just carrying energies that are strong mm-hmm. that you just have to play your part like you know people don't know what to do with it but like you said you notice so you have to make some type exactly. of effort that's what i be telling my friends mm-hmm. i don't know what to do in life do what you can Mm. That's all you can do. Do what you can. Mm-hmm. Take that one step. You don't have to fucking save the world today. If you can give a homeless person three dollars, get that homeless person three dollars. Mm-hmm. Little by little by little by little. You don't know what the fuck that three dollars can do for them. True, 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 true. That shit might give them just enough hope to make it to tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. You don't fucking know. You might give them enough like that three dollars can be like the fucking McDonald's sandwich. Yep. Although it's unhealthy as shit and but it's gross, it can keep them alive for one more day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Them fucking carbohydrates gonna go inside their stomach and mm-hmm. create fucking glucose. Yep. And their brain still can fucking exist. And process, yeah. For one more day. Mm-hmm. But because you thinking like, why me? Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get this shit started. Right? Let's go. Oh, it was recording. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Did you press record? I didn't press anything. <laughs> I didn't press anything. Wow. Hey. It was meant. On that note, <laughs> go ahead, say your intro. All right. So I have a few So because mm-hmm. I have like a mini alter egos, mm-hmm. but you can call me Tosh. That's my government, but you can call me Tango because mm-hmm. of the duality of my soul. I'm just melding my purpose with my passion. So I'm just trying to figure it all out. You can find me at the little jungle at the l-i-l jungle underscore on mm-hmm. all platforms just me being creative seeing my photo albums on instagram and on twitter and things like that mm-hmm. you know if you're here for the jokes i'm there yeah <laughs> yeah let's get a little kiki in real yeah, quick yeah yeah but tango that's me that's my final person tango there we go there like go. so like that mm-hmm. all righty oh go ahead and do the sound for us okay let's all right. nourish our 
Okay. Nourish our heart chakras. All right, good. So this is a F chakra for your heart. So it's an F sound bowl where you have it for your heart chakra. So I like to just make it go with the wind, if in a sense. And I just take my time. I definitely do this sometimes after my morning yoga. And that just cleanses me. Sometimes I do it before. Sometimes I do it after. Sometimes I go in my backyard and use it. So let's hear it. onto myself and out mm -hmm. into the world and I feel like when I know it's really working is that once it's finished I just feel like I don't even know how to describe it it just feels full mm -hmm. so if you'd like to try you can I do want to try yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes so it's just like a nice wrist movement and you can figure it out with the speed Overtones, that little, the high ones, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's weird because sometimes I can only hear it from like one side of my brain. Yeah. It's because it's oscillating. Okay. The sound waves go, um, it's hard to explain. But the bowl literally is going like this, it's going like this. But on, like, on a molecular level. On a molecular level. So, like, on a very, very small level, the bowl is actually going like this, in and out. And so, the reason why you hear it one side to the other side is because it's actually doing that. So the like the waves are going from one ear to the other ear. And like you understand it with frequencies as well. So yeah, you can understand it with frequencies as well. So mm -hmm. that's actually very cool. I didn't know that. That's something I can probably look into with just ensemble. That's why I love like um with, with like the metaphysical met it's the mm -hmm. Invisalign dog. Metaphysical. The metaphysical um yeah. the metaphysicals. Yeah. Like the stones and the, uh, the sound bowls and the, um, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because like there's a, a physical explanation for why those things happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like this is, I said, uh, Tamar gave me this. That's the Jasper. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, and she yes. gave me the sun. Yes. I actually have one on her right now too. I have her yellow Aventine. Yes, so that's good. Shout out to High Road. Shout out to High Road. That's my, my dog. dog. <laughs> my <laughs> Literally. Dog. <laughs> shout out to shout out. And Yo. this like. Like the, um, mm -hmm. she gave me the sun randomly. Okay. She's like, "Oh, I think he would like this." That's nice. But oh, the nice thing it. about this is, like, um, I say, um, I have a saying: the sun will always find us, and I say it all the time. Yeah. So 
when she gave me this, I was like, how did you know? She knows. Who told you? She knows. Who told you? I know y'all had to talk in conversation, and it's just like, her dream realm is crazy. So mm -hmm. it's just like, I know she's probably just foreseeing things. So she probably just felt you, you know? Mm-hmm. She, she... That's the vibe, though. The yeah. helicopter? Yeah, <laughs> that's the vibe. I no. should just start doing, like, recording random sounds podcasts. And make it into something, yeah. And make it into something. Mm -hmm. There goes the beat you want it. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just let's playing. run it. Let's yes, run it. Let's go. Let's go. All righty. So I'm here with my good friend Natasha. Mm -hmm. What it is, Natasha? I'm good. I'm good here nor there. Good morning. Not good morning. Grand rising. Grand rising. Yes. Grand rising. Mm -hmm. Gotta say it like my um like the ancestors. Yeah. Good, nah. Let me not discourage nobody. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. My good Natasha. My good friend Natasha is here to speak on. Comfortability. Comfortability. Yeah. So real quick, let me find the definition of comfortability. Because mm -hmm. you know I love words. Um, I love entomology, entomology. which is the uh, study of words. Oh, I just typed comfortably, screaming. Comfortability. Yeah, I actually didn't really know comfortability was a word, like, until like a few years back. Like, mm -hmm. it's really recent. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't know it could be in that kind of tense, mm -hmm. but it's very important, actually something that i really really value Alrighty, comfortability is defined as countable and uncountable plural comfortabilities comfort comfortable you know how jamaica say it, comfortable comfortable <laughs> comfortable vegetable <laughs> comfortable a state of being comfortable or relaxed let me get damn let me get the definition of comfortable mm -hmm. maybe that can be cool because they said um the state of being comfortable. I hate when they use the word in the de definition. That ain't the damn definition. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Like. Okay. Comfortable. Providing physical ease and relaxation. Or the second definition, as large as needed or wanted. Mm. Yeah, you choose your comfortability. You mm -hmm. know what makes you comfortable, so you have to reach for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. And comfortable. You're just Got like you. cozy. You feel good you feel at ease you feel like you can conquer things in that kind of mental space mm -hmm. so yeah comfortability that's really crazy so define comfortability for me in your own experience from mm -hmm. what you've seen for what you've been through mm -hmm. define comfortability i can i can speak through it through like an example just because of just like like you said earlier maybe when we walk into a room and we don't we feel that energy's off mm -hmm. you yourself would kind of or myself let me just speak it to myself like mm -hmm. I, I agree with you like I will try to set a tone so that everyone begins to get open like they feel open enough to have a conversation maybe you walked in the room and everybody's fried mm -hmm. just gone zooted booted <laughs> and nobody's talking everybody's in their head at that point but mm -hmm. you just arrived into this room into this place and you want to add something that positively like mixes the energies together mm. so making that space a space where you like to be and where a space that you can be yourself is what I think of comfortability like mm -hmm. I I have awkward moments just because I'm a, I'm an overthinker Me too. so we we get in our head so what I try to do is just just talk like I can be a very talkative person but it has its positives to it where mm -hmm. sometimes just being randomly talking about whatever's in my head and instead of thinking it in my head I can just say it out loud and now this has created a space for you and I to have a conversation now it can spark other conversations mm -hmm. or 
now we're just talking about what you dreamed about last night because I said one thing in my thought that I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So it just it's really for me just creating a comfortable space. Mm-hmm. Like I really value that because when I'm not comfortable, I don't feel good. Like I really don't feel good. And I try to do that in all aspects of my work and when I'm at work, when mm-hmm. I'm at school, when when I was in school, excuse me, I graduated. Period. Here. Plug your alma mater. Ooh, I went to FAU. I like I went to FAU, so Florida Atlantic University. Um, I graduated 2020, so with my exercise science and health promotion. So that's a really cool degree. And yeah, FAU. It was up the street, up there in Boca. Right. <laughs> up there in Boca. Well, we ain't gotta go down the goddamn. <laughs> No, UCLA, you know, goddamn right. fire. Play to get on right. goddamn real green. Real local, real local. Right. I, really, I wish I went up north, but it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yes, comfortability. That's just what I kind of think of it. And the way you explained it, like when you said comfortability, I was thinking more because I have comfortability for me mm-hmm. is never good. Okay. If I'm ever comfortable in a situation, it's not anything that I should be proud of. So when you said comfortability, I was like, sis, I don't know if you, if I don't know if you, but the way you're saying it, it sounds like, um, like social terraforming. You know what terraforming is? I've, I've heard of the words, but you can explain it to so me. So terraforming is when like you shape the land to fit your needs. So like, that's what mm-hmm. they want to do on Mars. They want to go to Mars and like dig up the ground, like remake the ground and like build a second earth on Mars. Mm-hmm. So in your case, you are social terraforming. Mm-hmm. So like you're taking this social social situation and you're bringing you're you're molding it and mending it like you're bending it Mm -hmm. to make you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and as you feel comfortable everybody else feels comfortable exactly and it's not even like it can sound selfish Mm -hmm. because like i'm doing what it is to cater to myself but Mm -hmm. i feel like everything is personal not everything is personal because i don't want to contradict myself with later statements because many things are not personal Mm -hmm. but i feel like I feel like I'm helping myself to help you, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, if I know that I can feel more positively in a situation, and I guess it is relating to more social, and I like that you like that wordage that you use because mm-hmm. that kind of is a more understanding for me, so mm-hmm. I shout out to you for that. But <laughs> it's just, like, it's just creating a nicer space, mm-hmm. if you want to put it that simple. It's just creating a nicer space where I'm just figuring out and being empathetic to the energies that are around me, mm-hmm. and I'm just adding them together. And it's just me catering to your type of energy, your type of personality, and your characteristics that mm-hmm. I know of, and I'm morphing it together, you know? And I'm using my skills that I know that we connect on to make it a better environment. That makes sense. Yeah, you know? it's that like makes sense. It's nice. Like, because if... I feel like I said this one time to my therapist and Mm -hmm. she was like, that's not how that works. But I said, I feel like we're all the same person. We're just all like having different experiences and having different, um, different viewpoints. But I feel like we're all the same person. We all react the same way to the same thing. Mm -hmm. Because if you were in my shoes, the same mistakes I made, you would make too. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing, when I think about my parents and like all the mistakes they made, Mm-hmm. If I was in their shoes, if I grew up in the time they grew up in, if I grew up in the 80s and I grew and I'd seen what they saw in the 90s mm-hmm. and I had to see people fall from HIV, mm-hmm. see people fall to um, the crack epidemic, mm-hmm. I would have made the same mistakes they made because that was their life experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about being comfortable with energies, like we're all the same person. We're I all the same person. That. But like, so if I feel it, 
you have to feel it mm-hmm. because we're all I don't want to say we're all the same mm-hmm. but that's some that's one thing we let's say we have a energy like meter inside of our bodies right mm-hmm. and we all can feel that little that shift that like the little the offset like the little negative energy we all can the feel spectrum, that yes. we can all feel the spectrum mm-hmm. thank you for saying that because yes. i be shitting on the words Girl, the, we can all feel the spectrum and i know if i feel it somebody else in here feels it too yes understood you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. but it's hard to say that because what makes us different is the way we react to things mm-hmm. so it's just like i feel like yes i agree with you on the basis of just being a human we do react the same because we have emotions, we have feelings, we have body temperature that changes because mm-hmm. of our reaction to things. But it's it gets down to me being angry and me responding angry. Mm-hmm. If I didn't respond angry to that situation, a different outcome could have happened. And that's what makes me and you different is because I approached the situation differently or I took a left when I should have took a right and Shit. things changed. But I like the thought that you're having because, like, people forget that we're human. That mm-hmm. simple basis of that similarity that we have. We get clouded. Exactly. So it's just, like, it can confuse other people when they're trying to figure out why they did something mm-hmm. or why they didn't do something. And it's just, like, if we all come back to the basis of that we're human, we, we're similar in that aspect. So it can kind of ground us in that situation. But I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of sparked another thought in my head. So that's very different. I got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So when when you get comfortable, so what things have to change to make you comfortable? Let's say you're in a room of people. What things do you have to, what's step number one? Take me through the steps. What's step number one? Bring what you need. Like if, if I'm going to... Mm be that that if if I'm going to put steps to it I'm going to say bring what I need being prepared so that if for instance that I'm in a room with people that I don't know I have something to do like Mm -hmm. you have something to do yeah I I, we have our phones but I kind of am steering away from the attachment to my phone because social media and Mm -hmm. just the lack of researching other things while I'm on my phone like just to be real with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like I tend to bring my journal or I'll bring my camera or I'll bring a book or I'll bring my sound bowl or I bring some snacks not gonna lie (laughs) I just bring some snacks and I'm prepared to do whatever I need to do with that so it's just like I feel like being prepared or even mentally if being Mm -hmm. prepared is to know that this me going to this place right now can either be a good thing or it could be a bad thing so preparing myself with knowing the either outcomes that could happen kind of puts me in a place where I know that I have to create a better space for myself mm-hmm. so if the space is weird and off and there's somebody that I may not like or not talk to anymore that's at an event I'm not going to place myself there because I know that if I do something that makes myself more comfortable which is going to this side of the room mm-hmm. and looking at art if I'm at an art event I'm going to go do that I'm not going to set myself up and go near the person or do something that I don't mm-hmm. like or drink something that I don't want to drink if you kind of see what I'm saying like um, so I guess that would be my kind of first step which is being prepared just knowing what possibly can happen and using things around me to make myself feel better Mm -hmm. just having tools to make myself feel better so it sounds like it sounds like two things it sounds like having a security blanket 
mm-hmm. you know because I, I remember like my first day of high school mm-hmm. like i had this uh this bracelet I, I don't know where i found this bracelet at it was like this random bracelet mm-hmm. i think i found it on the ground it'd be like that yeah it was a bracelet <laughs> and it had a little cross on it a okay. black cross yeah and so the first day of high school i was nervous as hell nervous as hell because i came from uh, a magnet school mm-hmm. and I had to go to I had to go to our high school mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody I knew two people at the high school and we were on opposite sides of the campus at all day oh, so I was at a whole new school by myself on a school bus by myself didn't know anybody and only thing I had was my bracelet and I had that cross and like I would get through the day I would just go like this like it's tracing the cross back and forth mm-hmm. like holding on to something and like I don't know nobody. I don't know how this day gonna go, but I know I have my little, I have my bracelet. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I feel like when you said be prepared, it's like have your security blanket. Yes. Have something that's gonna mm-hmm. make you feel comfortable. Yeah, you know, comfortable. <laughs> yes. Damn. <not laughs> comfortable. Yes. Full circle. Right. That's what full we're here circle. for. Yes. Comfortable. And it's like a grounding mechanism. And sometimes mm-hmm. I can even say that laughing, like a coping mechanism too. Like mm-hmm. I laugh. Like. When I get into awkward situations or awkward moments, again, because mm-hmm. I'm overthinker, mm-hmm. like, I just laugh. Because, yes, laughing is joking and playful, so people can take that and respond to that easier. Mm-hmm. So, like, that could be something. But that's just me personally, because I'm Tosh, like, because I just like to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's me personally. So, yeah, like, finding that coping mechanism or that... Um, that security blanket like you said mm-hmm. you know using those tools to make you feel better in a situation and or you can just use your personality like if you know that you thrive in social settings like you can use your verbal skills to communicate with people mm-hmm. you know or you can just be the one that starts the games exactly or, like start something that creates a new space you know so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's really good right, right right so what would be step two for comfortability towards comfortability mm-hmm. um it could be knowing knowing yourself and knowing who you're around. You know, like, I, I guess that can be another step, too. Or it mm-hmm. could be step two is knowing who you are. I know we're all working towards that right now because we're young and we're human and we're growing. Like, mm-hmm. we're constantly changing. So we're never going to really know ourselves. Well, that's my opinion. And, like, side note, when our partners always say that, like, I know you or your friends say, like, I know you, I kind of never really agreed with that. You were never going to really know somebody. We can know a lot about them, but we're never going to really know them because we are constantly changing. Like, when I was younger, my favorite color was baby blue. Like, mm-hmm. now it's orange. Mm. And That's a big jump. <laughs> it is. That's a big-ass jump. I thought you were still like, like purple. <laughs> <laughs> nah, orange. Like, but orange fits me so much more now. And it's just like, I'm constantly changing. And that mere fact of that simple characteristic trait or preference that I changed, mm-hmm. you didn't know that. So it's like in that simple aspect of knowing someone, I kind of think of that in that simplistic kind of way that we really won't ever know no one. And that kind of comforts me as well because I'm not going to try to hurt myself or work so hard mm-hmm. to try to get to know you when it will come with ease or it will come as time goes once we communicate and we talk and we go through our our experiences together. I'll figure it out. Like it's a, a learning experience, mm-hmm. not there's not an end goal of ever knowing somebody completely. Like, I don't feel like that's an end goal for me, but me working towards it makes me more comfortable with you mm-hmm. to learn you, to get more connected with you. So that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank that's you. That's beautiful. Yeah. So Cause one of my biggest fears is that, um, is that I have, I don't want to say I have a hard time 
meeting people, I have a hard time. It's not a hard time. It's just the way I communicate and the way I connect with people is more long-term than short-term. Okay. Like, if I meet you at a party, we're going to laugh, kiki, 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 but it's not going to be anything like, you know what I'm saying? Tight. But the people who are in my life, I don't know anybody who's in my life right now that I haven't known for at least two years now. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, right now, I'm building and I'm growing. I'm getting new relationships every single day. Mm-hmm. But for them to be grounded with me, to, for them to be, like, to stay with me, mm-hmm. they're going to be there for a long-ass time. Okay. Everybody that I know is going to be here for a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've never had, like, short-term, you know, like, hang out with somebody, like, three times. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I've mm-hmm. never had that before. That's nice. But that's, what, like, so when you said that, like, um, you would never know, really know somebody, mm-hmm. it gave me comfort because I was, always thought, like, that was a flaw of mine that I can't connect with people like that. I can't mm-hmm. make a friend, like, on meet somebody on the side of the street and we're automatically best friends. It's just the way y'all interact. Mm-hmm. Don't think of it as a negative thing. It could be just that's good because you're not connecting with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're having friends with lo- where, where you want long-term relationships, then you're going to meet those people that are genuine for you. Mm-hmm. So those people that you're shallowy, shallowing, I don't know how to say that word, or shall- superficial, superficial, thank you, mm-hmm. are meeting <laughs> that you guys won't connect that easy. And that's fine because mm-hmm. it wasn't meant. Like, it wasn't meant for y'all to connect. Like, mm. you know, those people that are still in your life are meant to be in your life still. So we have to just hone in on those relationships, you know? Gotcha. People come and go. Like, they're here for a reason or a season. So you got to mm. see why they're in your life. And if they're meant to be in your life for a day or meet them at a party, then go right ahead. And I think I kind of um, personally, like, strive at that just mm-hmm. because, like, I'm an open person. So, like... And I'm honest. Like, I try to be as honest as I can. Yeah. yeah. Transparency is everything. You know, it's very helpful, too. So it's like when people come to me like, oh, how are you doing? I'd be like, um, I'm doing all right. I could be at home right now. I could be in my bed right now. And sometimes people get it back. Like, they get thrown aback. Like, I wasn't expecting you to say that. I expected you to say, oh, yeah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. But I just tell them what my raw feeling is in that moment. And now they're in a comfortable space to be like yeah me too like mm-hmm. I, w- I didn't I my stomach's hurting Aww. me like so now we're having a f- another conversation now I open the door for them to actually honestly tell me how they're feeling even though it was just me basing off how I was feeling I, mm-hmm. I genuinely answered the question and I'm not being like superficial like you said mm-hmm. or we're not having small talk like I'm actually telling them and answering their question up front so that again is another form of comfortability where I'm just being transparent mm-hmm. with them like People don't expect the rawness sometimes from me, and they get thrown aback, and it's like, oh, wow. yeah, wow. And then they... You're alive, too? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I right? thought I was the only person that was living. Exactly. I thought we were in a simulation. It feels like a simulation all the time. Literally, I was talking to my um, boyfriend, Pharaoh, and he mm-hmm. was just like, don't you just feel like a Sims character sometimes? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yaga Whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. What's out? Wow. <laughs> <Wabadoobie>. <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. so i don't want to get thrown off but like in that kind of sense too like i'm human too so we're not i'm using those skills those basic skills of just talking and it creates a better space for people to be around that's really dope Mm -hmm. that's really dope right 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 because i do the same thing but i do that the same thing for like for depression okay you know like somebody would be like how you doing and i'll be like i'm today's not the day i'm doing bad Mm -hmm. and but i'll I'll say it in a way that's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm down bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down bad. 
fuck. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, for, yeah, like me too. You know what I'm saying? Because like you show your you show your scars to people and say, hey, I have this thing on my arm and it hurts. And they'll say, oh, me too. I have something on my arm that hurts. Mm-hmm. And like you, Connect. you trauma bond for healing, you mm-hmm. know, instead of just like having pity for each other, mm-hmm. you share experiences. Yeah. That's really dope. Yeah. So we got grab your security blanket. Mm-hmm. We got knowing yourself, knowing yourself. Yes. What's that? Number three. How many steps we got? I don't like even know. 10? I haven't even really thought about it. Shit. I think, I think the most important thing is to write this shit down. Yes. I think like, cause I have a, uh, I made a list cool. when I was in during quarantine. I was in therapy. I'm, I'm in therapy right now, actually. So okay. I don't know why I was in therapy. I've been interested into it. It's just you like a, a non-biased person sometimes mm-hmm. that you just need. So I can give you the phone number to okay. get free therapy. Okay, I got you. That's interesting. I'm gonna give it to you after the podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, and the lady, so I asked uh, my therapist. No, she asked me, uh, why are you in therapy? Okay. And I told her like. Like, just straight up, genuine, like, blatant, like, I just want to be healthy. I just want to be healthy. And I said that, so, I, it was, when, like, looking back, the way I said it, it was just so raw and so mm-hmm. uncut. It was just so, because that's exactly what I wanted. I yeah. just wanted to be fucking healthy. Yeah, in any, all forms. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just want to be, like, wake up in the morning and not think, like, why the fuck am I still here? I just want to wake up in the morning and just think, like, Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you're in a dark place, mm-hmm. you can't, you don't get the, the privilege to say, let's go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like, fuck, I'm just going to stay in the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call out today. Dark room. You dark room, mm-hmm. like avoiding phone calls. Mm-hmm. I know, do that shit anyway. Do not disturb is a good feature. That shit be hitting, especially <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yes. What? I be throwing my phone on the floor sometimes, like just throwing mm-hmm. it over there. Like, Why are you answering my phone call? I didn't know that shit came. See what happened was. I didn't even know you called, actually. See what happened was. My phone said, "Mm -mm." (laughs) mm-mm. My phone said, fuck no. Nope. But she asked me, why do you want to be in therapy? And I said, I just want to be healthy. And Mm -hmm. she said, she said to me, well, what does that look like? Ooh. And I was like, Is this the first session? Because this is intense. This was the first session. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, What the fuck? How are you going to ask me? I'm like, You're the therapist. You're supposed to tell me what that consists of. Yeah. I don't fucking know what it looked like for me to be healthy. Yeah. And then two weeks later, I was like, Got you thinking. I should make a list. And I still have a list on my phone. And actually, I did everything on that list. Okay. Yeah. So I put, I made three lists. I put, um, what will it look like? What will it look like when I'm healthy? See if there's a line. Mm-hmm. What will it look like when I'm un- when I'm healthy? Mm-hmm. Um, what problems am I facing? And um, what do I need to change? Wow, those are good questions. Yes, I made those three lists and I listed everything, and I can safely say. That gave me Lion King vibes. Yeah. From the day we arrived on the planet. You feel me? <laughs> Blinking wow. to step into the sun. The sun, yeah. There's more see the to see <laughs> than could ever be seen. More to do than could ever be done. Come on. There's far too much to take in here. Mm-hmm. More to find than could ever be found. All right. The sun rolling high. I'm playing. What a go classic. Back. What? But you know they plagiarized that. The whole movie was plagiarized. Um, I heard something about that. Like oh, yeah. it was like a it's like a spinoff in a sense. And like I think like Timon and Pumbo were like 
like severe characters in something else. Like I don't know. I don't know what I read, but what, what did you hear about it? Let me get back to my podcast. Okay, sorry it was, about we that. We talk about it after. I've been side noting. Yeah, I know. I be it's the ADD off. though. I don't. <laughs> I just be up like, but I always come back. So mm-hmm. it's not even like I be forgetting and it's gone. Like mm-hmm. I be coming back to it. So yeah, go ahead. All right. So, um, but that list yes. really helped me. Um, it was like a roadmap for me. Mm-hmm. And it allowed me to see like exactly what I need to get done. Because it's easy for us to say like, oh, I want this. Mm-hmm. But we don't actually push ourselves to do exactly what we need to do to get to that. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah, it is. Because so we like, don't see it sometimes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like say you're in Colorado and you want to go to Whataburger. You, you say to yourself, all right, I'm going to Whataburger. You get in your car and you start driving. Now, you've never been to Colorado before. Mm-hmm. You've never been driven to Colorado. You're just out on the streets just going, just waiting, hoping that a damn Whataburger is going to appear. Yeah. It's not going to appear. You need a map. Mm-hmm. You need directions. You need assistance. Mm-hmm. You need to prepare, mm-hmm. have your supplies, mm-hmm. and you need to know yourself. You, mm-hmm. If you know you be fucking up and you mm-hmm. be missing turns all the time, know that you, know well, you don't saying? know where you're going so it's okay that you don't know where you're going so you're being prepared exactly that map mm-hmm. exactly so in the same sense to get comfortable i feel like people should like write that down okay. and when i get home i write that down i'm gonna see my list okay that's nice so i really feel like we need to have that list to what makes us comfortable so have a list of things that that um that you can prepare with mm-hmm. Have a like your go-to things like, or I'm going to this party. Mm-hmm. What part? What party prop can I bring? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's get into the mindset of like that's social terraform. If this party is gonna, if I already feel awkward about going to this party, let me show up with the energy that I need to, so I can have a good time. Nice mindset. And because right. I have a good time, mm-hmm. everybody else gonna have a good time too. Because if I'm feeling comfortable, they're gonna be like, damn, why does he feel comfortable and I don't feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. That's really dope. I be thinking people will be going through that. Like, mm-hmm. You know, now they're just looking at you. Maybe that's why people just end up staring. Like, do you ever have like just people just staring at you? Like, mm-hmm. just when you're enjoying yourself to the fullest extent, people just end up staring at you. And it's just like you saying that kind of comforts me because it's just like they're just looking at me because I'm having more fun than they are. Exactly. Like, it's not because of what I'm wearing. It's not because what's on my face. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that. It's just because they see me and my homegirls enjoying our time. Exactly. And now they're just like, dang. That's how it is for me because, like, I'm always doing something crazy. Like, if I'm in Publix and they playing a, a bomb-ass song, you damn show, you better believe I'm about to be in there pop-locking and crumping inside the damn the soup aisle. Anytime, anywhere. Every, anytime, anywhere. They was playing... um. Uh, Lean on Me by Bill Withers. Yes. Sometimes in our lives, and we sung that at graduation. Yes. Do you remember that? Our graduation was lit, <laughs> bro. Our graduation was lit. It was so good. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. That was like the fastest graduation I've ever been to. And my sisters yeah. graduated from Piper too. Like mm-hmm. two of them. So our graduation was lit. So I hear you. Sorry. <laughs> and so like when I heard that song, it just took me back. So I was just in there grooving, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then everybody was walking past like. Nosy, stop being nosy. Like you wanna come dance with me? Come over here. Don't be lame. Don't be lame. You green anyway. But um. Yeah, so that can be another step too, mm -hmm. like that. But I also do think like journaling is important as well. Like Mm. even do like it can be daily checklists, like Mm -hmm. where you have daily notes that you want to make sure you're getting done throughout the day like you want to do your morning stretches you wanted to go wash your hair you wanted to go make some tea you wanted to read a book like on your off day like you can make that list so that you're aware of 
your your day ahead of you and I feel like writing is very important just because like when we leave all these thoughts in our heads we're just leaving it for it to roam but once mm-hmm. we put it out on a piece of paper we've gotten it out we've released it yeah and it's crazy because like literally I've done that where I'll be thinking and overthinking or just like feeling my feelings and mm-hmm. can't describe it just as yet I start writing on a paper I don't know what I'm about to write but I just start writing a word and I I'm writing like for like use three that pages. prefrontal cortex right use that damn prefrontal cortex oh. that's what it's there for exactly so. our planning and decision making mm-hmm. get get that shit to use yep you can't be rely on your damn amygdala yep that shit is bad that and shit toxic that damn amygdala <laughs> yeah that shit will fuck your life up yeah and your hypothalamus too it's like all these hormones as well like we're just feeling emotions mm-hmm. and we just have to allow our bodies to feel and when sometimes we're just like writing it down we're just putting a face to a name we're putting a feeling to a, a title we're putting ourselves in a place where we can accept it mm-hmm. we can understand it and we just get more clarity and I think that's why writing is very important and that should be a step as well for comfortability, you know, and it connects with knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's just literally just putting it on a piece of paper to manifest it. So, yeah. Okay. We're good. All right. um, what else? What else? What else? Mm-hmm. What else? What else can we divulge in? Is that a word? Divulge? Da- divulge? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Divulge is a word. I just made that up. <laughs> you I see what I be saying? It. Like, <laughs> you bitches can't fuck with me because right? I came from the bottom from the fence to the chopper. Come on. Come you on, feel addiction. me? High dictionary. Um, but comfortability can be scary. Mm-hmm. If I can, if I can tap into that, like comfortability can be scary just because it's just like, we don't, when I tap into it, I don't realize how uncomfortable I did feel before. Mm-hmm. Like you, you once you really try to actively make yourself feel better in a situation, where you try to, like, feel more comfortable. I can't even think of another word right now because comfortable is just sufficing for it. Mm-hmm. It's just like you don't realize how off things were before you actively started to do mm-hmm. things for yourself. And it's just like when you realize that, it's kind of just like, damn, like. Why did I even put myself through that? Why didn't I already try to help myself in these situations? I could have avoided something, you know? It's not—it's never really regret, and I try not to have regret in my life, but I do have moments where I feel like I could have avoided something. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have to deal with that. I know. Like, you know, like, I didn't have to go through mm-hmm. that. So it's just like, me trying to make myself feel better in that mm-hmm. situation helps me not have those moments. and I And I appreciate that. And also, too, it's just like, I let people sit in themselves like Mm -hmm. that's how I describe it go sit in yourself like if I can't handle something right now and you're telling me something that's gonna affect me and make me uncomfortable I'm not gonna allow that to come into me like I'm not gonna allow you to sway me anymore because I'm ten toes about how I feel Mm -hmm. and how I know I feel so now I'm gonna allow you to go sit in yourself so that also makes me comfortable because I'm not allowing it to affect me anymore. I'm not allowing it to sway my judgment. I'm letting you go sit in yourself so you can peep what you are doing, you Mm. know? And it's just like, it's a good aspect to do as well. It's not like I'm trying to avoid you in this conversation, but you know when we're we're having an argument with somebody and we're just throwing bad words at each other. Mm -hmm. We don't understand why we're feeling the way we're feeling. So, allowing you to sit in yourself 
and I say sitting in yourself because it's just like you need to smell yourself like you need to see how you're affecting others you need to see what you said and how you said it and I think that space allows them to do that mm-hmm. and that can tap into comfortability as well because it's just like you want to make the environment a better environment so taking a pause taking a moment and stepping away from a situation can allow yourself and someone else to be more understanding Mm -hmm. you know so it gets scary because like you don't know what you're capable of exactly you know you don't know what you're capable of you don't know the powers that you actually hold so when you take that moment and that energy to prepare yourself to find something that makes you feel better or a place that makes you feel better you you tap into that you you work towards that that's really good because mm-hmm. i've had a, a, a really bad connotation for uh, the word comfortable for a long time mm-hmm. because um i'm i was in the army right yes and if you look comfortable yes you fucking up <laughs> okay. big time if okay. you look comfortable you're fucking up mm-hmm. if you seem if you're sitting and you look comfortable yeah you're doing something wrong you shouldn't look comfortable you should look professional you should like your back should always be straight yeah. you should like you know what i'm saying yes. if you look chill oh you fucking up big time mm-hmm. and so i try to live my life like that you know like i keep my back straight at all times my head is always up chin is always up like my eyes are always aware i'm always looking around because i don't want to be comfortable and um i feel like when you're comfortable you're too vulnerable to att- like you're too vulnerable to attack mm-hmm. like from other people to like um really anything and like when it boils down to like to depression and like those those mental illnesses comfortability is there like is it like their secret weapon you feel me that dark room get real good sometimes Mm -hmm. like not answering phone calls feels really really good sometimes Mm -hmm. like being in that headspace of like that's where depression gets you yeah because it confuses you with like like with it confuses you with um with avoidant tendencies okay you you act you you have avoided tendencies but you tell yourself comfortable and like the lines get blurred Mm -hmm. because being comfortable is like sitting alone in a park you know just chilling but being depressed is also sitting alone in the park just chilling but that's mindset at that point exactly that's mindset because like yes depression can feel like you're just drowning like an unconscious moment of just drowning like you know so i feel that like expression is very different to like other aspects but i see where comfortability can get confusing Mm -hmm. but try to think of it as not being stagnant as what comfortability can do for you mm, and or complacent yes you know you're just too content where you are and i think that like that aspect of comfortability can can be more affecting to you in a negative way but it can also be a positive it's just allowing you to be okay with how you are right now mm-hmm. you know and maybe if you are depressed and maybe if you do want to just lay down today do just that and be comfortable with that. Today I'm going to just lay down. And if you are comfortable with that, that today and then tomorrow I'm going to try to get out of my bed 
or I'm going to try to open the window, that can be a more helpful kind of mindset for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want comfortability to take away from you and like your strength and your ambition towards things because especially in that army environment you have to be with precision you have to be with upright and your posture that's good posture though that's a good takeaway i know thank you (laughs) so but other other than that like yeah that can kind of cloud your your judgment with things where you don't want to be so complacent or Mm -hmm. comfortable that you fall into that kind of realm of just being too comfortable where you don't get anything done or mm-hmm. you you're not continuously creating you're just at a monotone kind of plateau mm-hmm. of feelings but comfortability can be a strength mm-hmm. you know and I think that I'm using it as a strength more than a weakness and yeah like that's I crazy. think that's a, just my thought on that right now that's really crazy mm-hmm it's, it's so crazy how, like, you really, because it sounds like you really, like, using this as your double-edged sword. Yeah, it's exactly. I value it. Double-edged sword. Tango. That's me. Ooh. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, it's like sometimes I have, like, a devil and an angel on my shoulder sometimes. Like, just mm-hmm. who I want to be today. Like, who am I going to be now? And it's just, like, I can be very indecisive, but tango is a real definition of me, and I just want to go by it, you know? Mm-hmm. So double-edged sword again it can have its both views to it it has its both sides to it it's polarity there you go it's it's here nor there like so you just have to see where you can tap into it and use it like mm. that's how i feel you, you know use your discretion mm-hmm. but i like that you're kind of an opposite understanding of comfortability right mm-hmm. now i think that's good for us and as other people that may be listening like it's okay that we use comfortability in different ways because it can be a good thing, it can be a bad thing. We can we can scope things out and use comfortability. I don't even know what I'm really trying to say because like I just feel it. Like I just mm-hmm. feel it, and I just can't describe yeah, it. It's not anything tangible. Yes. How do you know when you're comfortable? Exactly. You just I don't know. I just don't feel like dying right now. Right. Or you just don't give a fuck. Like yeah. Excuse my language. No, we can say fuck and <laughs> right. we can say the F word. Yeah. And shit bitch, asshole. Okay. You shit, know fuck bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Comfortability, especially with like with relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like people in relationships with me, they get too comfortable too fast. Like, whoa, you overstepping your boundaries. Like you I know we're cool and I'm a very laid back mm. person, but the actions that you're showing me right now mm-hmm. is showing me that like you're acting like we've been friends for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And no, because all my friends know that I'm a really nice person, but don't fuck with me. Don't overstep your boundaries. Stay right over there. Mm-hmm. Don't overstay your welcome. Don't do none of that shit. Because mm-hmm. as easy as you came in my life, I'll send your ass right back where you came from. Mm-hmm. And I will just escort your ass right out. So when you was talking about comfortability, mm-hmm. I was like, how, like, I really got to change my thinking about comfortability. Reframe. And I yeah. think maybe number four to that checklist can be boundaries. Because mm-hmm. you brought up boundaries and that hit me like boundaries. Like, yes, like that's important. Like just knowing your limits. Mm-hmm. Oh, knowing your limits. Yeah, because if you if you um, know what ticks you off, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just boundaries. Boundaries. Mm, what do you and have? I also do um, lists about that, too. 
all my friendships, um, I like I break a list with my friends. It's like, mm-hmm. what? Not what are our boundaries? Um, rules of our friendship. That's what I used to do, and I would like list them out and like. So we both will agree on these rules. Like this is where you do not go. This is what like I cannot deal with. This is what I can't deal with. Mm-hmm. And this is my uncompromisables. Don't do this. You know what I'm saying? And that gives us like both of us clear visuals saying like what we can and cannot do in this friendship. Mm-hmm. Not me. I don't say disrespect. You're not gonna disrespect me. That's like a fed like it's a federal offense for me. Mm-hmm. Like you disrespect me, you're done. See you later. When are you telling your friends these boundaries? Is it in the beginning or is it when something happens and throughout your relationship or all the time. All the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. If like if you say some off shit, mm-hmm. you gonna know you just said some off shit. Okay. Watch yourself. You getting too comfortable. Okay. Or if um in all my relationships, like that's when that's my thing. I don't like that comfortability shit. Cause if you need help, I'm gonna help you. Mm-hmm. But if you get comfortable, oh let me just ask Jer- no, fuck no. Your ass be on the side of the road looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Think you about to just gonna yeah. Think I'm your saving grace. Right. Fuck no. Not okay. at all. So I really have to like reassess what I think comfortability is. Mm-hmm. And I really have to see what am I showing people to make them that comfortable with exactly. like disrespecting me. Exactly. Like with overstepping their boundaries. Mm-hmm. Why do they feel so comfortable doing something to like do that? that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be about you. It could just be about their own personal selves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have their own personal like characteristics or you can remind them of somebody that they've done that too. So they think that they can do it to you as well. Mm-hmm. And then again, boundaries, like you're setting that. So you're aware of that. So that's good that you know that if somebody crosses that line, you're being sized. Like you don't want to be sized. So you put it on the table for them with your rules and your regulations between your relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Like that's good. You took that step because you're taking care of yourself in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, because if somebody tries you, you're going to be tight. Like, and I know that because you're human. So <laughs> who wants to be sized? Nobody does. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, that's good. That's good. That's step four. Like, step four. You know your boundaries. Yeah. What, oh, what's our steps? Okay. We got prepare. Prepare your safety blanket. Get your safety blanket. Mm-hmm. What's number two? It was knowing yourself. Knowing yourself. Have your map. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Number three was. Um, being prepared that was number one be prepared I don't even remember Oh damn you gotta start that over alright it was be prepared your safety blanket your security blanket mm-hmm. number two was knowing yourself get your map number three damn we've gotta listen to the whole podcast again dang no <laughs> I should write it down now though <laughs> Um, no, I'm we talk about writing this shit down, and we even write it down. No, that's what it was. It was writing things down. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah, so we just say one is being prepared. Yes, being mm-hmm. prepared because we have what we need to make ourselves feel better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, uh huh. It was um, knowing yourself. Knowing yourself. Have your map. Get your map. Mm-hmm. Number three was writing things down. Writing. Make your list and journal. Yes. Get your checklist. And number four. Yes. Clear boundaries. Number four is boundaries. Build your build your fence. Not a wall. Build your fence. Ooh. Build your fence. Oh. You can come in, bitch, but don't stay for too long. <laughs>
You're here for a good time, not a long time. I, know. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm way up. I feel blessed. Hey, not Drake. But that's it. Drake. That's it. Like so, like that. Yes, I like that. You're really doing this for me right now. And like this so, is like about that. Com- yeah, so like that, like this. Like so, like that. So like that. Like so, like that. Like so, like that. There you go. Okay.